Coming to you live from the JRE Tobacco Aladino Mobile Studios, it's the Cigar Pulpit. Hello everybody and welcome to another sermon from the Cigar Pulpit. I'm the Bishop of the Bird, Nick, and with me as always... Cater. And we're back from TPE. Yep, I've lost my voice. You're exaggerating it. No, I'm not, actually. Yeah, you, you kind of are. No, You I'm... were just talking at a... I mean, it's 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 less... It's but you this are is talk- all I've got. This is you are talking at a slightly exaggerated. No, this gravity. is all I I'm talking completely <laughs> as normal as I can right now. Anyway, so yeah. This is a so problem. We are back from Vegas. Well, it's not a problem for me. So yeah. we, <laughs> we are back from Vegas. And um we had a good time. I mean We had was, a great time. I've, it was busy. Hence, hence my voice is gone. It was busy. Um at no point did uh I get fucked up. No, you were just fat and lethargic the whole time. Me? You were crapping out after day one. Oh, it was so brutal. It took, day me, it took one. me three days to acclimate to the climate. By day three, I was actually okay, and then we were leaving. But you weren't actually okay. Your feet and everything were still killing you. I'm old. Well, exactly. Oh, like your feet weren't hurting. I'm just saying. We, we logged miles, baby. We did. I'm just saying, you know. It's yeah, just we logged a things. lot of miles. So, anyway, so no. So, we uh, we obviously went out for the Tobacco Plus Expo 2022, uh, held in Las Vegas. Um, we got to meet a ton of people. We did. Um, we got to meet Nick Gervais, My Monthly Cigars, which, you know, he was supposed to come on to this with, uh, show with us and talk about you know, Vegas and everything like that. We're going to circle up with him. Yeah. Hopefully next week uh, for the February My Monthly Cigars box. Um, look, guys, the long and short of it is there's some pretty bad winter weather coming into yeah. the area. So we had to, like, you know, rearrange some some recording schedule. So we could get our actual so. jobs done. Exactly. Before the weather hits. Now, with that being said, I want to point out <coughs> Pardon er, me. Er, early in the beginning here that uh, this is one of two new episodes yes. for this week yes so we had so much from tpe that we're so bre- breaking it up into two episodes and so you are going to get an original new episode on friday again you are um and no extra charge yeah there you go um but anyway so so yeah so be watching for that because i know some of you may be already trained into um expecting the new stuff on tuesday and getting the pulpit rewind on friday but we will have two new episodes on uh, on this week. Well, if I'm not mistaken, we have like two dozen interviews. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It was crazy. We had and, such a good time. And we didn't even get to everybody. And, no. you know, it's one of those things that you try to get to everybody. Sometimes you walk by a booth and just every time you walk by a booth over the course of three days, that booth is just swamped and yep. you just can't pull it off. <clears throat> yeah. And that, that happened with a number of manufacturers. So, well, you know, and the other thing we, we ran into was the fact that some of the people, we were like, okay, you know, we haven't been able to get a hold of them for two days. We're going to circle back on Friday. And they left early because of the weather. Yeah. JC Newman, for one. Yeah, exactly. So, like, out east this past weekend, obviously, was the big nor'easter. And they got, like, what, three feet of snow or something like that? I don't know. But anyway, uh, a lot of people left on Thursday night um, to get home early. And so Friday, unfortunately, yeah, like JC Newman, for example... We missed out on on talking to anybody from them because well, well, and you might they think, bugged out of town. You might think to yourself, well, why did they have to bug out early? They're in Florida. 
Well, it, that didn't matter because our flight to St. Louis scheduling. got delayed. Yeah, scheduling was a yeah. problem all over the place. So the the trouble they were having in the Northeast had a ripple effect across the whole country. It did. Yeah. It did. So anyway, so today we are going to be doing Smoker's Choice and we just are. kind of. Uh, you know, giving a little bit of information about the show, kind of touching through. And then we're going to have a lot of interviews that we're going to uh, plug in here. And uh, we'll go from there. So today, my selection is the Leaf by Oscar Maduro. Always a good choice. And I'm actually going by the uh, Agnorsa Casa Fernandez. It's the Connecticut. Well, look at you. I talked about this, I think, on the last show. If I'm not mistaken. I believe so. But that was one of my uh, three cigars I smoked that week. Well, and we talked with Terrence Riley, and I believe, I don't know if that's today's show that we get to his interview, or if that would be Friday's show that we get to his interview, but there is uh, a rebranding of a lot of those, and those yes. Casa Fernandez are just going to become, you know, just the Aganor Salif, you know, kind of core line and everything. Yep. So, um, that's pretty cool. You know, Very. something different. So we learned a lot. We did. I mean, look, you know, there were some new things that were unveiled at this show. There were um, a few other bits of news, uh, mostly, you know, some rebranding and things of that nature. I mean, but it was it was a good show. It was busy. Um, you could tell that uh, it 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 seemed busier than last year for oh, sure. Much for sure. I I concur with you on that. So, well, today we're gonna go ahead and get these guys going. So it's time that we go ahead and cut the cigar. And the official cutting is brought to you by Riverman Cigar Company of Crestwood, Missouri. Our man Dan over there, um, he's got a great shop full of all kinds of great cigars. And, you know, everybody at TPE were um, expressing their condolences for Jane. Yep. You know, it was really nice. Uh, the, cigar- the cigar community is a family. And, yep. you know, they knew that, that Dan had lost Jane and uh, they knew the, our association with Dan and they passed along. You know, their condolences and whatnot yep. um, through us and, and directly, obviously. But but no, you know, they're good people in the cigar industry and they all cared. And, you know, guys, um, you can you can reach out to uh, uh, Dan the Man over there at Riverman through his Instagram. But that's if you want to send your condolences. If you want to buy cigars, yep. you can give the shop a call. And they will prep any cigars that you want to buy, singles, boxes, accessories, whatever, in a nice little box and send it out to you. Talk to Miss Cindy, Little John, maybe yep, Dan. Exactly. Yep. I mean, my Sticks 35mm just put in an order from Riverman that. not yep. too long ago. So Thank you for yep, that. Yep, exactly. Got some, got some hey. great uh, Perla Del Mars, I believe. Guys, we got to support our brick and mortars. Exactly. Yep. Exactly. So, guys, give Riverman Cigar Company of Crestwood, Missouri a call. And with that, it's time that we go ahead and. That was interesting. Cut the cigar. We're using a different cutter. We are. Tell them why. So, this cutter is the Cassetti, I believe. That's what it says on the package or on the, uh, the bottom there. This cutter right here is brought to us by our friends at Vissel. Vissel. Vissel is an accessory company that we met at TPE. And, and they, they're good people. They they gave us some samples. What was it G, right? G our, our man, G. our man G. Our man G over there at Vissel. He provided us some samples to try out on the show. Yes. And to talk about and everything. So today, we're going to be using some of these samples. Now, we have the, the Cassetti cutter. It's, um, it's, it's a little cutter. Probably about as big as an SV cutter in terms yeah. of height, but in terms of width, 
I'd say what I mean less than your wallet. Oh you yeah, know, I mean this is a nice about the size of a cell phone. Nice thing. Ah, not even. I mean it's like look, hold that. Well, without a case on it. About the width of a cell phone. But oh yeah, without a case, about the width of a cell phone. Yeah. You're right. I was gonna say. So okay, so um, this cutter not only provides a uh, guillotine uh, straight cut or guillotine. It also As some of us would say guillotine. guillotine. Uh, it also has a deep V cutter. And then on the bottom here. Yeah, this is the cool feature. It also has a flip out punch. So you have all three types of cutters in one on the Cassetti by Vissel. And Jeff, this, um, this, uh, cutter, I believe it retailed for, um, what did he say? Was it 110? It was somewhere in that range. It was 110. Yeah. Let me tell you the quality and construction on this thing. I mean, yeah. try this out. I mean, it's it's a it's a nice, heavy duty, really quality, good cutter. It is. He's gonna give it a, his cigar cut there. Ooh, that was clean. There you go. And oh, then, and I'm even gonna dump it for you because I care. Well, you can't leave it like you do my SV cutter. So, you know, and that's the thing is it it's just a simple little squeeze on the side and it pops right out. And you just kind of go ahead and do that. Now, I will say the Leap by Oscar that I'm smoking is a 6x60. So I'll be curious to see just how good of a cut. And cut nice there. There you go. I'm going to go ahead and give it the crown cut. Oh, you're doing the cross. Well, it's a, with it being a 60. a 60, I figured, you know what, we'll go I ahead and give it a little bit more going on there. But all in all. That cut well. Now, to continue on talking about Vissel for a moment. Yes. We're going to be doing the light with Vissel lighters. Yes. Now, I have the Vissel Bulldog. It is a little flip top. It's got four jets on the inside there. Little adjustable wheel on the bottom. Nice big tank to it. Really nice quality lighter. $20 MSRP. I went with the uh, Denali. And if I'm not mistaken, the MSRP on this is 40 it's really well constructed. But the thing I liked about this lighter is it actually has a rest on top of it. Yes, the cap on it is yeah. curved. And so is the Bulldog. If you notice there, the Bulldog oh, there also go. has the little divot in the cap there to where you can rest your cigar on top of the These lighter. It's really cool. It is neat. Yeah. It is neat. So It's that's- a uh, it's a 3-jet. I don't know about yours. Mine's a 4-jet. I have Ooh, that extra jet. You went up a notch. I did. I did. See, it's time to light. But again, we're using the Vissel. Yep, coming to us from our friends at Vissel. So, guys, make sure you check them out. Nice, I'm I'm really uber impressed with them so far. Super quality, affordable accessories. There you go. So, give this guy a light here. Oh, my gosh. The jet on this thing is turned up very, very high. I did not touch that. You filled it. I filled it, but I did not touch your jet. So, yeah, so... Yeah, that thing will take your knuckles right off. It's it's the real deal. Very cool. Very cool indeed. I'm impressed. That that light I mean, that thing kicked right up. And uh boy, it got oh gosh. It is a little warm to the touch there. Go how down. It's a little warm to the touch there. You gotta watch that. But otherwise, great light. You will have that. From the Visible Dog. So, anyway. Um, since we're not going to talk a whole lot about the show, since we're going to wait and do a 
kind of a uh, deep dive with Gervais, you know, sit and, sit and break it down. I think it's one of those deals where we should probably just uh, jump into the interviews. We can do that. So, yeah. So, guys, um, like Jeff said, we had about two dozen interviews. We split them up in two days between today and uh, Friday. So, I've got uh, 12 interviews here lined up for you. Um, they just run the gamut. I mean, you know, it's it's uh, one of those things. I think we start off with Nick Perdomo, and we just kind of go from there. And, by the way... Uh, everybody that we talked with uh, could not have been nicer. Um, we got to see some really great people, um, and I'm 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 happy coming out of the show. Last year, you know, 2020, I'll admit I walked out of TP and I was just kind of like, meh. You know, that was my fault. Well, I destroyed you. Yeah, partially, but I've ruined you for two full days of your life. But I'll say though, too, the show itself just didn't seem right. No, and you know what it was. And I think I put my finger on this. I like to put my finger on things. So Ew. What, what I think the difference was, Ew. last year, people were coming into it. They were apprehensive, you know, COVID and all that. And there weren't a lot of customers that went to the show. So you had all these booths set up and these people paid a lot of money for these booths and they weren't doing a lot of business. It's true. And you, it, it that was palpable in the arena. Yeah. And this year... There were lots of people there. It was hopping. It was, you know, people were putting in orders. There was a lot of activity going on. And it was noticeable with the vendors that were there because they were they were having a good time because they weren't worrying necessarily about what they'd spent on the booth, but they were more excited about the sales they were making. True. So it was a much more positive experience. True. Vegas itself was still a little bit depressing. Um, you know, the plexiglass was down off the tables, but the... But the mask signs were everywhere, and I would—I mean, I would say that by and large, it was kind they, of a. They only really enforced. That yeah, I was going to say tables. it was kind of a self-enforcement kind of situation. Yeah. The part that was depressing to me, and I'm going to get into this for a moment before we get into Is the, that the losing your ass. No, it was the, that didn't depress you. No, well, yes, but <laughs> that's not what I wanted to talk about. One, one of us won, one of us lost. It was the um, total discrimination against cigars. In that. Yes, I'll give you that. In that, in Las Vegas previously, I could sit at a bar and I could smoke my cigar, play video poker and drink and have a decent time. Yeah. This year, I'm sitting there, I'm getting, I'm playing video poker, I'm, I'm having a drink. And first of all, you used to get drinks for free when you sat at the bar and played video poker. Now it's $11 for a fucking draft beer. Um, but, uh, also when you ask about lighting up a cigar, um, you're told absolutely not, but yet the two people on either side of you smoking their cigarettes are perfectly okay. So that was a bit of an issue for me. And that was a constant thing, even down to the smoking lounge at the airport, Jeff, remember when you and I were at the airport, they had a little, um, bar slash uh gambling smoking. you know thing big old sign smoking and whatnot and then on the door no cigars yeah so it's like everybody out there is a lot and and you know i don't care what they say you know our hotel had a big thing in their check-in policy about no weed no marijuana yep. no weed and everything like that our hotel floor 
stunk like weed the yeah. whole time we were there. In it, fact, it was a smell, weed or a family of skunks, and I'm not sure which. The smell was bleeding through the wall mm-hmm. into our room. At oh, one no, point. we were getting a contact high. It was ridiculous. And we didn't touch a, a, a weed. No, out. I'm proud of you. I thought about this. I'm proud of you. You didn't go to the dispensary at all this week. I did not. You know why? Why? Because I didn't know. I couldn't find one on the monorail link. Yeah, we did the monorail. The monorail's great, guys. We, we cheaped out and didn't do Uber, and we did the monorail, and it was a much better and more cost-effective measure for oh, us. Oh, God, yeah. Because Uber, it's like 25 bucks a drive, no matter which way you're going. Yep. If that, it might be more. And, yep. um, you know, so, like, you got to figure for us to go from the hotel to the convention center, convention center back to the hotel. That's 100 bucks. Yeah. You know, no, that's fifty bucks. Well, and then if we go somewhere that, and then if we go somewhere, and then if we go somewhere that night, you know, now we're talking another there and back, there and back. So I mean, it 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 adds up considerably. And so, um, hey, come over and say hi. Yeah, everybody, everybody wants to say hi to you. Come on. That was our friend Abigail. Yeah, we are coming to who you. Got shy all of a sudden from the Jerry Tobacco Eladino Mobile Studios at Top Shooters. Yes, and um, you know, but anyway, the the monorail was just such a more cost effective measure. But no, you didn't go to the dispensary, and I'm proud of you because not once because babysitting you after the dispensary is just such a fucking nightmare. Then you didn't have to babysit me. I didn't have to. No, that's exactly I, I, my point. Yeah, it worked out well. Yeah. So it's always a good time. Anyway, um, but no, I, I just, I was so, I was pissy about where can I go to to have a cigar? No, you, you pissy about something. Well, I even went to the sports book because I remember on our last day, our flight was delayed. We had some time. You were playing Texas Hold'em. I was kicking ass and taking names. I was done. I mean, I was just like, I'm done, but I don't have a hotel room to go check, you know, like crash in for a little while. So I went over to the sport. Yeah, I went, you were sleeping in the sports. Book. I went over to the sports book where they had the like you know really nice plush chairs. And guess what was on the back of every single one of the chairs? What a no smoking sign. Son of a bitch. So it's like everywhere you went, you were you were you were tied up. The only place that I actually was able to sit and smoke uh, were at slot machines. And I felt weird. And they never gave us one bit of grief. No, and I felt weird sitting in a slot machine. And tying it up when I w- I knew I wasn't going to play it. They didn't know. You know that. I oh, know that, there were, but there were you know. hundreds of slot machines in that building. I empty. get it, but still, you weren't hurting a thing. And besides, I was playing next to you, and I was winning. I always win, 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 no matter what. You're such what, a braggy what? cock. <laughs> I mean, it's just like all week you just been like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. But it's like, are you? Are you really? I don't. Because here's the thing. I don't care that you're winning. I'm happy you're winning. Are you? I actually was. At no point have I been bitter about you winning. You act love, like that. I love how you say. No. At no point have I been bitter. Not about you. Your being, voice raised. Not about you winning. I haven't cared at all. Gervais was there. He can vouch for this. I didn't care. Gervais was up really well too at one point until he wasn't. Please. But but that's the thing. I don't care that you I, won. For what it's worth, I gave most of my winnings. It's back. like you keep thinking that I'm like upset that you're winning. I don't care. I'm happy for you. So you say that, but like I can hear it in your voice. There's bitterness. There's really not mild hostility. No. Okay. It's really not. Okay. We'll go. Look, with that. it's Vegas, man. Every other trip I go out there, I lose my ass. Well, and you know what? This I'm in is that one. Pattern. This is one that I've lost my ass, which means hopefully the next time I go out there, I'm I kick that, ass. I'm in that same pattern because last year 
What did I do the first day I dropped? 300 bucks. Threw my hands up, and I said, I'm done, and I quit gambling. And what did I do last year? I don't remember. I did pretty well at the slots last year. I don't remember, remember? you talking about that. What? You, you rubbed it in like I did. That's my point. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. You didn't do anything different than I did this year, and you're all pissy about it. I'm not pissy about it. I like, I'm not pissy. No. If you want to rub it in, fine. What, what, what's kind of, but you rubbed it in last year. What I'm kind of being like pissy now about is the fact that you're like, you know, like saying that you're sorry. You're like, you know, I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. And it's like, you know, no, you're not. It's okay. Be happy. I was I'm win, telling win, you, win, be win, happy. No what, what, what? Anyway. Um, I wish I had my voice because I'm really good at that song. Oh, God. Anyway. Um, I sound so strained. Why don't we just go ahead and get into the interviews, and uh, when we come back, we can uh, kind of just touch on a few more things yeah. and move on. Yeah, let's do that. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So I'm here at TPE 2022 with Nick Perdomo of Perdomo Cigars. How are you doing, Nick? I'm doing great, Nick. Great. So how's the show? The show's been really incredible. I, I was just shocked. It's like a just a barrage of people, and uh, our booth was actually busy all day yesterday and we were really happy we looked at our numbers our numbers were actually almost 60 percent higher than last year's numbers wow. and last year's numbers were excellent that's the reason i came out this year because i really wanted to see it so uh happy to be here and happy to see our customers and you uh here in las vegas definitely and then um so one of the things that i've been hearing a lot from you know my retail friends are supply chain issues and you know delays and that sort of thing have you guys experienced any of that I haven't heard anything about you guys. No, we, we've, been, we've been blessed. We've been excellent at everything. The big problem we're having now, believe it or not, is a lack of truck drivers in the United States. So oh, yeah. we have two containers stuck back-to-back that are five and a half miles from our offices in Miami. And I keep hearing every day there are no truck drivers. There are no truck drivers. It's It's been a really tough year for most businesses the last 11 to 12 months. Yeah. And I've never seen anything like it in my life in, in America. It's um, it's crazy. Yeah. Well, um, anything uh, exciting that you want to share from the show here? Or are you saving stuff for PCA? Or? No. I mean, uh, you know, we're, we're about to celebrate our 30th anniversary in the summer. So That's we great. might have something new coming out on that. But um, I'm really excited about the, the lineup that we have behind me and on the side between, you know, 10th anniversary Maduro. Uh, winning Cigar of the Year, and, and all the brands and the core brands really uh, climbing for us. And I've really got to thank everybody in your audience for that and all our retailers around the world. Uh, business has been super, and I'm, I'm very touched. But uh, And uh, our, our staff in Nicaragua and, and Miami and our sales team around the world is just doing a phenomenal job. I know we've smoked the 10th anniversary Maduro on the show a couple of different times and really, really enjoyed it. Thanks. It's a fantastic cigar. And then uh, one last note, you had some... Uh, sampler packs that came out at christmas time those seem to go just gangbusters yeah we sold them out uh, right before christmas so it, it was crazy the amount of uh, demand we've had for them so uh hey we're hitting on all cylinders and we're you know when you're doing well you have to fight hard to keep doing well and that's the important thing and i think our team we really pulled the same way nick yeah and uh, we're cognizant of, of, of how we're doing but we're also cognizant that you can fall so um, we're staying strong and we're, you know, quality is still top notch and we're doing everything we need to do to, to satisfy our consumers and our retailers all around the world. Perfect, perfect. And one last thing, I want to give you an award, okay. TPE award for best carpeting. 
Thank Guys, you. he has the best carpet here. It's got padding like this. And when you're walking around on this floor, your feet hurt. But you come to the Perdomo booth, it's so plush. Maybe that's why they're coming. You know? Everybody loves your carpeting. <laughs> it's fantastic. Nick, thank you so thank much you, for Nick. taking time. Really I really appreciate, appreciate it. it. Really appreciate it. So we're here with Jonas from Blackbird Cigars at TPE 2022. How you doing, Jonas? Very good, Nick. How's the show? Actually good. Good? Yeah, a lot of people I saw yesterday. I know a lot of people are going to come today. Uh, this is a, let's say, short show. Yeah. Because it's, it's very fast, only two and a half days. But I'm very happy with what TPE is doing. Good, good. So you've had some new cigars since the last time we talked. This would have been TP 2021. Yeah, actually, after that, after TP, we did the Macaw. Yep. And we did the Hop. Okay. Yeah, yeah. We have anything else coming new or anything we need to be looking you know out for? Okay, so the thing is, we have a new factory. Okay. And we need to put that up around before we release the new stuff. Ah, that makes because sense. Because we want to make the cigars even better than before. Yeah. Because, you know, everything is stage by stage. So we already hit the market. Brown recognition. Now we need to take care of quality, consistency, and everything related to that so we can keep jumping. No, it makes perfect sense. That's all it is. So we are patient right now. Uh, we get a lot of customers and requests for bringing the cigars in. So we just want to be focused on that before we start releasing something. So I am assuming we're going to start We're going to start uh, releasing like the first edition with the new factory. It's going to be next year. So then you guys started the uh, the program where you sent out like pre-release samples to like some of your, uh, you know, consumers and, and all that. How's that going? Okay, so I'm, we're going to ship something like that this year because honestly. Because that was a McCall last year, right? 80% of 80%, 80% it. 80% 80%, <laughs> 75%. This is the thing. The smoking panel, you need a smoking panel at the, at the factory. Yeah. But let's be honest. There's no better smoking panel than the guys out there. Yeah. Because the guys at the factory, they don't travel as much as us. As I mean, like, I need to do that. And also, we do we make cigars for customers, not for the people in the factory. Exactly. They need to help us to make a great cigar. So I like to do that, and I found it fantastic. And even the response that I got. Let me tell you, when we did them on call, it was after we read everything that the people say about it. Like, fix this, do this, do that. And, man, if you have that approach, with a customer, they're gonna feel great because they're gonna feel that you are really looking forward to uh, please them with a great show. Getting their feedback. Precisely. Well, Jonas, show's getting ready to start. Thank you so much for taking time out. We really appreciate it. It's always a pleasure, man. You know, I, go. I love you, Nick. You're a good guy. Jeff. You're a good guy. Keep, got... keep, keep, keep making it. There you go. Thank you. Bye-bye. So, hey, we're here recording with Alan. He's from Family Buy Loyalty yep. and also uh, CS uh, Cigars and Accessories. Yes. So tell us about what you do. So we came up with our pipe business about three years ago. The whole idea literally started because Saturday night, yep. I work from home, my day job's a program, right? I would go outside and smoke that nice humidity. Oh yeah. And that 80 plus degree weather. And I would smoke a cigar. And then I'll leave it outside because I can't, I'm melting, my laptop's overheating. I'll come back, go back inside to work, come back out, and rain. Or I'll put the cigar in half, and I, and I can only get it down to here because I'm burning my lip. Exactly. Right? 
And then, now, now I have a way that I do that I work with it is I'll actually put the end of the cigar in my pipe and finish it up that way, finish that nub down. Yeah, and let me tell you, 20 years ago, I used to do the same thing. Okay. Right? But then I didn't buy another pipe, it broke. I never really got into traditional pipe smoking. Yeah. Right? So I never had any more pipes. My business partner, Ernesto, got tired of seeing past cigars and cigars bring yes. on. So he made me with a machete, a machete, a crude wooden pipe. Very cool. Begin is end. Yeah. One ring gauge, 60. So I can only smoke a 60 cigar. Okay. Right? So I said, thank you, man. I like it. But I only smoke 60s. Okay. Three weeks later, he makes me one, again, by hand, completely wood, machete, with a little bit of carving tool, maybe a punisher move. Full wood. Very cool. Multi ring gauge. I went to Corona Cigar Lounge for a week. The first day, we were like, hey, that is so cool. Where can I get that from? Oh, that's a birthday gift, birthday gift. Okay, cool. Yeah. The next day, hey, where did that from? Oh, we just started a new company. Bullshit. We just, yeah. We're like, hey, we was out the stages. Hey, when, when, the, when the market's hot, you've got to jump on it. And then it took a year and a half to go from that point to where you see there. Very cool. Can you show folks one of them? Let me show you this one. This okay. is going to come out later this year, guys. This is real 14 karat gold. Wow. Yeah, so we work with, with uh, a joyeria, a jeweler, and we got certificate of gold. We're planning of launching our premium pipes at the end of the year. Very good. And if you look right here, multi-ring gauge. That's perfect. That's a good idea. Because that's what I run into with my pipe is, if it's too small, it won't smoke right. Exactly. Yep. And you look, look at the pipe. Just as you know, it catches the talk. You don't hit your gums or lips anymore. Perfect. Don't get your mustache burned. Don't get your beard burned. Right? And I know my, my friend uh, Nick here, who's recording us, has burned his eyebrows off more than once. Hey, ask you about how many shirts he's, he's burned out. <laughs> so, this will allow you that you won't burn yourself. And when you're lighting your cigar, let's say it, let's say it died on you. Yeah. Light it right here. It won't burn you, buddy. Don't worry yep. about it. That's awesome. Another thing is this. See this? Everything has a reason. Look at the hump. That hump is our design. Why is that for? So when you come here, okay. right? Another design decision. Right here. Right? Perfect. And then here, if you want to go deeper. Now, this is a unique product. This is the first time I've seen a product like this. Are there, I mean, are, is there any other on the market or yeah. is it just you guys? No, I, I think there's like one or two, but. They all started years ago, and they yeah. just kind of died off. Okay. Right? And I was happy. we started with like, no, this is a win. Yeah. Right? Because we believe in what we've what we built. Well, I will say, I think this is one of those things where every cigar smoker should have this in his arsenal of tools. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Very cool. And the reason is this, look, guys. The pipe has multiple reasons. One, the most common one. Right there, the final third. Yep. That second third going to final third. That's where you break, put in the pipe, you push and twist, so it gets right to the crevices. That's one. Two, let's say you live in a state that's cold, and you're outside. Put some gloves on. Clip your cigar in half before you light it. Before you even light it, put in the pipe, smoke for 30 minutes, have your full cold gear on, and smoke it. Another thing people do that they taught me, they'll go on the lunch break. For a 30 minute smoke, they'll clip just that much, and they'll smoke it down to like right here. Okay. Right? 
Another thing about the pipe, when you put the cigar in the pipe, it creates a seal between the wood and the tobacco. Yeah. And now, right, when you put a cigar in your mouth, you know you're inhaling air and smoke. Yes. Right? But when you're in the pipe, no air. It is potent. So what you know of that cigar, you're gonna know it even better. The flavor's gonna double and the strength is gonna double. So, so it's gonna make it intensify. Yes. And so these are a lot of reasons why people love this pipe. Now, we've seen people put full sticks in the pipe. We highly recommend you don't do that. That wasn't the whole purpose of the cigar hole, right? It wasn't meant to pull, it was, it's not a, a tip where you're being flashy. No, this is meant for you to nub it all the way down. Okay. Good stuff. Well, we Thank appreciate you. you coming on. Where can they get that? So, let me let me finish up here and ask, where can people get this? Well, you can get from my website, familyxloyaltycigars.com. Okay. You can also get from, if you're in North Carolina, Cigar Loft. Uh, Legend Cigar Club also has our sticks. Uh, Sir Louis Cigars also has our sticks. Okay. And we're hoping by tomorrow we'll have a lot more stores. That's awesome. Well, enjoy the show. Have a great time. Great product. Thanks for coming Thank on with us. I appreciate, appreciate it. it. Thank you. So we're here with Oscar Valderas, the TP 2022. How you doing, Oscar? Very good, man. Very, Very good. good. Very good. So, good show? Very good show, man. I'm super happy, you know, to see the people again and talking about the new products and, uh, yeah, selling cigars. Your booth has been busy all the, since the show opened. Yeah, yeah, but you know, I have a lot of good support for the consumer, so it's great. That's, that's great. great. So, you guys won, what was it, packaging, uh, the packaging award from Half Wheel from uh -huh. Fly? Uh-huh. And, and well worth it. I mean, that, that box, man, that cigar in the box, packaging on that, fantastic. Thank you. It's, uh, you know, the, the Superfly is like the concept of the 70s. Yeah. So, McFly is like 80s. Yeah. So, you know, play with the colors and all the stuff. Actually, it's a great packaging, but it's a great cigar, too. Yeah, That's yeah. A really good cigar. It's a Honduran, Nicaragua, and Dominican in the filler, Bander Honduran, and a Mexico San Andres wrapper, but it's no Maduro. It's like, yeah, uh, claro. It's, yeah. It's different wrappers. So, uh, that was the new thing last year. Mm -hmm. Got anything coming up that we need to know about? No, here I released the 2012 Barber Polancero. Yeah. That's the new in the show. And that's, man. That's what you're smoking right now. Exactly. That's the way I'm smoking right now. Very good response. Selling like crazy. So tell us about that a little bit. You know, the, the combination with the Mexico San Andres wrapper and the Candela wrapper, it's like great balance, you yeah. know? The, 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 the power and sweetness of the, in the San Andres with the Candela, like key flavor, all two together, it's a great combination, man. It's, Super, super good cigar. Fantastic. Yeah. And then you've done Lanceros before. <laughs> so this is just an extension. I see in the case there, the other 2012 Lanceros. Expanding out yeah, the line. Exactly. Fantastic. Exactly. So, uh, so anything else coming up that we need to know about? Uh, uh, so that looks the best. You know, this year is my 10th anniversary in this year. So, yeah. so I have the 10th anniversary ready for July and some two more brands. Oscar, it's always so great to see you again, and uh, we'll let you get back to everybody, and uh, have a good show. Man. Thank you very much, man. Thank, thank, thank you, thank you, thank you so very much. Okay, so now we have George with Barrio Cigars. So, uh, George, tell us about uh, your line. Hey, guys. 
Welcome to my booth 2006. I'm George James, I'm the owner. I started my company in 2014 in Nashville, Tennessee. Uh, then I decided to build uh, a distribution center in Frisco, Texas. So I also did, uh, distribute my product out of Frisco, Texas. I have four different sizes and I have four different wrappers. Four different sizes is a uh, double Corona, which is seven and a half by 55. I have a torpedo, which is a uh, six by 52. I have Toro, which is a uh, uh, six, six by 50. I have a Robusto, which is a five by 50 as well. Um, I have the four different wrappers, which are uh, Habano, double wrapper, which is uh, Connecticut and Habano combined together. Then I have a con Connecticut wrapper and a Maduro wrapper. Um, when you're looking at uh, my Maduro wrapper, starting with the Maduro wrapper first, it's a full body cigar. Uh, the uh, Connecticut wrapper is a mild body cigar. The Habano and the double, which is uh, Connecticut and Habano combined together, is a medium body cigar. Uh, if you look over here at the display here, you will see this is uh, John Canoe and this is the uh, Duncan Sun. Uh, John Canoe means unknown. Actually, guys, that's my face. Look at my face. That's my face on there. So uh, that's pretty cool. Uh, what I'm displaying uh, at the moment here at TPE is the double Corona, which is the seven and a half by 55. I also have the four count box. This is the unique box that everyone loves. Uh, it has a variety pack, but it comes in uh, six by uh, 50 uh, Toro. Very cool. How do folks reach out to you? Uh, people, you can reach out to me, go to my Instagram account uh, at Vario, V as in Victor, O-R-I-E-O. Or you can go to my website at www.varioboreo.com. And also, guys, just know this is a Dominican brand uh, made in Santiago, uh, Dominican Republic. That's awesome. Thank you so much. Thank appreciate you, it. I appreciate it. So we're here at TPE 2022 with Graham from Abacalera LRT. How you doing, man? All good, man. How are you? Good, good. Show going well? Very well. Fantastic. So, great, great. So now we were introduced to you from Dave Garofalo. Yeah. And he was telling us all about a cigar that you guys have coming called the Paperboy. And as everybody knows, Jeff and I own newspapers. So we kind of had to learn about this a little bit. All right. So Paperboy is a small project that we have going on on a, a subdivision of our branch. We call it Artista Studio Works. It's basically a space that we have where we work with silly ideas, some ones are a little bit stupid, some ones are fantastic actually, uh, and we just enjoy it, you know, for, for, for fun. And we have this project, the Paperboy, uh, it's a very simple uh, cigar that we rolled in the factory, uh, these are 4 by 44 small cigar, yeah. uh, the idea is that we're going to package a newspaper, stamp on it with the name, and that's it, uh, very simple presentation. Uh, ten count bundle and you know, good for our everyday cigar. Yeah, yeah. So now, what is every? What are you looking at for like an MSRP on something like that? MSRP will be around four dollars per cigar. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Everybody's looking for a nice, good, affordable smoke. Oh yes. Oh yes. Know, so that's great. Now, you guys also have the big poppy cigar. Yeah, we have the big poppy Hall of Famer now. That's great. And then, and that's obviously been going well. Yeah. But you guys also partnered with... We partnered cigars. up with United Cigars uh, on March. Uh, stay tuned, everybody. We're going to have the Firecracker by David Ortiz. Great cigar. Me and David blended together. Uh, the core out of that blend is the Slugger, which is one of the cigars that uh, we originally blend with him in the, at the factory. 
Uh, we make it smaller to fit the firecracker side, which is a 50 by three and a half. And we enhance a little bit more the strength uh, to make a little bit more spicy and more uh, accurate to the firecracker concept. Gotcha. Yeah. So talk a little bit more about your line and offerings, if you don't mind. All right. Uh, we also have the Buffalo 10. I'm smoking right now the Buffalo 10 Connecticut. It comes in three lines, the Maduro, which is the original one, like the first one, a uh, uh, medium to full body cigar. Uh, we have the Buffalo 10 Natural, which has a banner wrapper. Uh, that one was awarded by several uh, magazines and, and publications uh, as best uh, of a uh, uh, best buy of, of 2020. Uh, it got a 90 on, on Cigar Journal. A bunch of ratings. We are very happy with, with, with uh, uh, how people are uh, uh, feeling about the, the product. And we also have this one, the Connecticut. The Connecticut, uh, for me, was actually the most challenging one to blend because the idea of Buffalo 10 is simplicity first, like you, and you can see it on the design, and very straightforward blend with a lot of sweet and floral notes. Connecticut, as most of the people is aware, is tend to be a little bit bitter, the, the Connecticut yeah, wrapper. Yeah. So in order for us to play around looking for that floral and sweet notes, uh, we decide to use a very special binder, which is authentic African Cameroon tobacco. Oh, wow. Yes. It adds a lot of sweet to the blend, plus uh, all the fillers that we have, that, especially for uh, in order to, to get that look, uh, flavor profiles. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a great cigar as well. That's awesome. That's great. Yeah. Well, very cool. Well, we will let you get back to it. All right. We really thank you for taking time out to talk with us today. Thank you. Thank, thank you very much. Thank you so much. Guys, look for the Paperboy, and make sure you check out the, uh, the, firecracker. the firecracker. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so we're at TPE, and we are speaking with Dave with Blanco Cigars. How you doing, man? Doing great, Nick. Thanks for coming uh, to the booth and saying hello and having a cigar with me. Right? Oh, I appreciate it. What are you smoking? Well, I am smoking this guy, That's which CEO is... Final Third in uh, Robusto. Tell me about it. Well, it's a uh, Habano from Nicaragua. It's uh, double-binded, and then we have all Nicaraguan filler. Okay. So this is Brian Glenn's favorite cigar from Cigar Obsession. Wow. This, is my, this is my version of his favorite cigar, Okay. which was made by Patron formerly, but now since I make it, he likes this is it just as good. There you go. For half the price. Well, well they can't be that. Can't be that. So what are you smoking? I'm smoking a Primos Estate Selection in Maduro. This is the Robusto size. This was rated one of the best value cigars of the year at Cigar Aficionado when we brought it out. Okay. It's got a three-year aged Habano uh, Maduro wrapper. It's a Honduran-Nicaraguan filler binder combination with a half a leaf of Peruvian Lajero. Peruvian. Right. So, for those of you that don't speak Spanish, primos in Spanish means cousins. So okay. this is a celebration of our family's business together with the Placencias for five generations. Fantastic. Well, why don't you tell us a little bit about your business and then your line of cigars. Sure. So Blanco Cigars has been around since 1998. So I guess that's 24 years now, guys. So I love to tell people I'm a 24-year overnight success. There you go. That's how long it takes. <laughs> That said, we're in, uh, I think, 37 countries now around the world. Okay. Uh, I haven't gotten the penguins to smoke, so that's the only continent we're not on yet. We'll um, work on that. Yeah, that's, that's I haven't traveled as much because of COVID the past couple of years, so we're expanding our distribution throughout the United States and Canada um, this past couple of years, um, as well as getting more guys on the, on the road with uh, Salesforce. Uh, Ken's my guy right behind us, my national sales director. We've got Kelly behind us. Your booth's been busy. Kelly's our operations director. I have some salesmen here as well. But then we got all of our 
goodies on the two tables because one table just isn't enough. <laughs> isn't enough for Blanco Cigars. We have two tables back here of all our stuff. If you pan over here, you'll get to see some of our stuff. With all these are different wrappers on the table. The far oh, we have okay. a Mexican San Andreas with a BG Reserve, which is our newest release. The next set to that is the CEO Final Third, which you're smoking in Habano. Okay. Then we have the green label over there. That is the uh, Mex the I'm sorry, the African Cameroon second third, and then the first third in the maroon. That is a Ecuadorian Sumatra. Then we have the Blanco Nine, of course, which has the Corojo. Next to that, the Connecticut shade with the Liga Exclusiva. It's a Connecticut shade that the Placencia's grown in the Tolunga Valley in Honduras. And then we have the Pennsylvania Broadleaf Maduro, grown in Lancaster by the Amish. Okay. One of the Blanco Nine got a number one cigar of the year. It was also rated 95 and a 93 and a 90. We got a number two cigar of the year with the Maduro, uh, with the Liga, with the Pennsylvania Broadleaf from uh, I'm Robusto as one of my consumers. Okay. And then we have the back table with the Prince Halls. The Above and Beyonds, which just got a 91 rating, we're selling that all, all over the world. Yeah. And then being blocked right now, we have the Primos Estates, which is what I'm smoking right now in Albano Rosado and Albano Maduro. So we got lots to choose yeah. from, guys. Everything for everybody. I'm going to take a deep breath. I'm getting lightheaded. In <laughs> but we got lots of different diversity, lots of different wrappers, different countries of origin. I don't ever like to make one cigar like another cigar because what's the point of that? You're just yeah, you're just chewing yourself up, and, and you don't want to do that. You want to get completely different uh, divisions from left field to right field, center field, infield, and give people options and choices. The other thing that we are very conscious of is price point. So what we do is we have a cigar anywhere from two fifty to three dollars, all the way up to sixteen dollars and fifty cents retail. Okay. So we have a range depending on your social economic ability, and this is how we talk to the retailers because depending on where their shop is. There's a stratus from where their clientele is. Yeah, yeah. So we try to not only have a different cigar for somebody's palate, every palate, we also make sure we have one that's affordable for everybody's palate. Well, and that's important coming into everything right now because it seems like the more budget-friendly, affordable cigars are definitely and, and what everyone wants. And there is, a, there is a cost increase on everybody this year. I haven't had an increase in my prices for three years. Okay. This year I had to have a price increase. I mean, there's no way around it. I mean, yeah. I have container shipments that come up from Nicaragua, guys. Just so you understand what we're facing for just the supply chain, things like containers, which used to cost me $2,500 to ship, is $6,500. Oh my gosh. It's just a container. Then yeah. there's labor issues. With the current policy of the border down in, in, in Mexico, yeah. there are people fleeing from countries like Nicaragua to come to the United States. So we have to keep our labor force intact. So, how do we do that? We have to increase the pricing of what we pay them yeah. to try to entice them to stay. So, and then there's raw material cost increase. I mean, it's just soup the nuts. I know you guys don't want to listen to that, but the reality is we're all getting affected. We try to keep it down uh, as much as we could, but we, we did have a 7% increase this year, but the first increase in three years. So. Well, there you go. That's not so bad. Still can afford a Blanco, though. There you go. If you haven't gotten a Blanco shop near you or a shop that sells Blanco, ask for it by name. And we'll make sure we get one of our reps out there or give us a recommendation. You can always email us or call the office. Uh, we can, you can contact us on Facebook, Instagram, Blanco Cigar Company on Instagram, Blanco Cigars on Facebook. Uh, what am I missing? I don't know. You're good because I was going to ask how people can find out about you, but you kind of covered that. I'm so. David Blanco 007 on Instagram if you want to follow me. There you go. We do a lot of goofy stuff and, and great uh, film footage for my travels around the world. That's a lot of fun. Sounds so great. I hope you guys enjoy Blanco out there near you. But if you haven't yet, go find one and stay smoky. I know I'm enjoying mine. Thanks, guys. Thanks. It's a pleasure. Thanks, Nick. So I'm here with Peter with ATL Cigar Company. How's it going, man? It's great, man. I'm just waiting for your invite to your room. I mean, you know, 480063. Uh, 
Okay, cool. Over at over at the Harris. I'm a lock in here, man. I remember it. Okay, all right. Fantastic. I mean, you're gonna find the shower that Jeff pees in. Gonna find his dirty clothes laying everywhere. Yeah, I love all that. Is this is this the way you want the interview to start? And then there's the weed smell coming in from the room next door Correct. that we're getting contact high on. We're gonna have priorities. So I mean, you know, it's a party place. Absolutely. You know, whatever. Right. So I got yeah. P and M&Ms though. So you know, you got that going. But yeah, anyway. no, the, the show's going great for us. Uh, you know, <laughs> we're him being professional. What the fuck? Anyway. You know, we are a. Uh, no. uh, you know, we're a, we're a brand new brand, as you know. We're, yeah. we're a year old. You guys, you know. Messed around with us really early on, and we're very grateful for that. We messed around with him by having us on the podcast. We that's didn't go the, all the way. That's the professional. That's the professional answer. Tickle the taint. Anyway, that's all it. right. So <laughs> all this is going to make it in, right? Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. Come on, it's us. Correct. That's right. <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean, we're we're a year old. We'll be in a hundred chops by the end of this show. Which is a great kind of number for us to, to be in. It's a real thing. It's it's going nationwide. I was hey, you just had your first Tampa shop. Walk right by yeah, yeah. before we started filming. Right, exactly. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. So you know, we're we'll be in about uh, 15 states by the end of the show. Um, you know, so it shows that ATL is resonating beyond just Atlanta, which is yep. a big thing for us. And so you know, I think ATL is as much an idea as it is a city. You know, ATL is ATL processes 70 percent of the payments in America. You know, it makes the most movies in America. You know, the, the most platinum records in America. The biggest Hindu temple of its kind in America. Like. Atlanta's got a lot of stuff that people don't don't know about, and I think we want to be that cigar that you know can introduce people to our city in a new way. That's awesome. That's awesome. So that has anything been like the thing that grabs people more than anything, or well, like we were, we were honored to be called the number two cigar of the year by Stogie Press, um, and you know that was a big deal for us. That was our ATL Magic, uh, and you know, but I think we have such a diversity of lines. I think what's different about our brand is that we got four different lines that are very, very different. Uh, three different factories. And we did that intentionally because we wanted a diversity of flavor and, and, and really not to be the same with iterations. Yeah. I understand that branding approach, but that's not our approach. We, Because for us, you know, I'm, it's a white guy, black guy, and a Filipino woman. We want to be a little bit wider, a little bit more diverse. And yet, you know, all, all, all the sticks we want people to love, you know, like we love them. And so I think People have a lot of, it's like a canvas. People can paint whatever they want on the canvas in, 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 in lots of different ways, lots of different colors with our with our, our cigar profiles. And yeah, I think most people find at least one, hopefully more cigars that they like in our lineup. Fantastic. Well, I promise I won't tickle your taint. Thank you. All right. I do like a good taint tickle. But I do love your cigars. Thank you. I appreciate so, that. So there we go. That tickles my taint in a new way. Here we go. It's the proverbial taint the tickle. The proverbial taint tickle. There we go. Uh, that's where I'm going to take the TPE. There you go. Peter, great talking to you, man. Thanks, Thank man. you Appreciate so much. <laughs> so we're here with Sam from Crux Cigars. And Sam, I just want to say, I've waited for half an hour for this interview. I had to pee. And, and look, Tony wanted me to congratulate you for finally getting your first new account of the week. Yay! Yay! <laughs> <laughs> and you got your face in the camera. Yeah. This is great. I don't know why people want to see my face. But, Whatever. You know, you my know. mom says I have a face for radio, but what so does she know? So mine. Anyway, um, so today we're chilling out. We're having some Crux cigars. Now, tell me, I'm smoking the Crux Guild, and you're also smoking the Guild. I'm smoking the, Crux the Guild, Guild as well. The Guild was but my see, first favorite. Mine's smaller than yours. Well, genetics are a thing, Nick, and... Uh, it's not the size that counts, though, the because the flavor, flavor in this is amazing. 
we're getting into the weird double entendre territory that I, I talked about taint tickling with the guys from ATL, oh, good, so good. we're That's, we're we're yeah. fine. So anyway, so okay, yeah. so tell me about the, this is what a petite Corona. Okay, that is like Corona. Okay, uh, so a petite. Well, I mean, petite subjective, right? I don't you think know? it's petite. I think it's a full-size, good, good Corona. I've been told it's a good size. Hey, it's not the size of the pencil. It's how you sign your name. Yeah. It's yeah. I, yeah. It's anyway. how much leg you got left. Um, do you want me to tell you about the cigar? Yeah, let's talk about cigars. We've made so many awkward. Let's talk about cigars. Phallic, uh, it's the pulpit. Yeah. People expect yeah. this shit. I know. you got to give the people what they love. I think they love this. Um, well, I'm glad to be talking with you again. Uh, it's good to see you, notice, buddy. Gator is not here. Oh. No. Gator's over there. Maybe he'll actually join us this time. He's been wandering around, getting distracted by shiny objects this I whole time. I still have a strong belief that Gator does not like me. Because when I was on the Pulpit Podcast... You and I did the interview by ourselves. Gator couldn't make it. Couldn't make it. Couldn't make it. I mean, it's a Zoom... Po- oh, my God. Look who it is. Oh, my God. He finally oh decided God. to show up. Okay, and now he's, he's walking gone. away again. Yeah. So I love you, Gator. Yeah, anyway, so, all right, let's talk about cigars so that we don't completely uh, ruin my reputation. Uh, so, yes, the Crux, the Crux Guild. Um, so, I gave Nick the Corona size. I'm smoking the Toro, working the trade show all day. I try to smoke Toros so that I can smoke a little slower and not smoke 10 cigars before the show's over because uh, I will definitely smoke more tonight. Um, this was my first favorite Crux. Ecuadorian Habano wrapper. This Nick. is my favorite crux too, by the way. Well, you have good taste. I do. Clearly. I do. That's why you waited to have me on and not one of the other guys. Um, so Ecuadorian Habano wrapper, Nicaraguan binder filler, right in the medium range. Um, a lot of good, like nutty, earthy notes. Uh, I call it my, my utility blend because I will pair this with almost anything. Um, I, I'm very peculiar about the order in which I smoke cigars. And I always start every day with a crux Epicure Connecticut. And I love that with coffee. Okay. But if it's later in the afternoon, if I'm not drinking anything, I can smoke the Connecticut again because it has a nice medium flavor. Um, but if I'm smoking a bourbon... That's the red band for people band, that don't know the... different. Okay, yes. okay, yeah. And um, if I was more prepared and a better employee, I probably would have all of them to show. But Whatever. you got to work with... They're technically together. behind the camera, but yeah, we set up this all way. over there. This was a flaw on my part, so, you know, I'll take the credit for that. But if, I, if I'm going to be drinking some bourbon or scotch or something that, that has a little more bite to it, um, it's going gonna, it's gonna to mellow out a little bit of that flavor that I get from the Connecticut, whereas the the Guild will hold up as well as the Bull and Bear and our Epicure Maduro. Um, I've been told that the Guild pairs very well with red wine, oh. specifically a Pinot Noir. I've not Fancy. tried it yet. It's on my list. Um, well, it's Vegas. You should try it. I know, and uh, and and my, my fiance actually bought me a bottle of Pinot specifically well, so I could try it. But with being on the road so much, she actually uh, drank the wine before I got home. So she's a bit of a wino, but we'll so get that in another episode. So it, oh, you just called her a wino. Yeah. It was a gift for her, is what you're saying. She's a drunk. She's put up with me for 14 oh, years. She is a blatant drunk, but we love her. We do love her. I've never met her, but I'm sure she's lovely. You would love her. I'm sure she's lovely. If you tolerate me, you'd love her. Oh, I would love her then. <laughs> well, fun. So do you, all right. So last year you guys had some new stuff come yes. out. Yes. Anything new on the horizon this so year? So we, we don't have anything new that we're showcasing here today. Um, we always have blends in the works, different wrappers, yep. different you know combinations. Um, I'm hoping. I, I think there's a really good chance that we'll have a, at least one new thing to showcase later this year, if not two. Okay. Um, the, uh, the owner of the company, he does all the blends, and he's very, very, very proud of the blends, and he wants to make sure that 
it is absolutely perfect before he puts a crux band on it. Yeah. Um, and so he's he's always kind of you know fine tuning things and getting it just right. Um, COVID slowed that down a little bit in 2020. Um, all of our cigars were made in Nicaragua. It's been hard to get down there on a regular yeah, basis. Yeah, we've heard that from a couple other people. Shipping yeah. and everything yeah, else. So yeah. So it's just you know it, it, it's kind of slowed down the gears a little bit, but it's 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 still in the works, still in the process. We just don't want to rush something out for the sake of having something new. Um, we have a fantastic core lineup that yeah. has done extremely well for us in the almost eight years we've been in business. So, um, you know, we're, we're very proud to have that at the trade show. And the rebranding year. was two years ago, the right? Almost three, two and a half, almost uh, yeah, three. It, years it'll be ago. three in July. So, okay. and that's done. I mean, yeah. an amazing job. They, they, the I, the I team say did a great job all on that. the time. When you go in humidors and shops to carry your guys' cigars, the colors just pop immediately and it stands yep. out in that sea of brown that you yep. see in humidors all the time and it's so great and they did a great job and you know they, they did the rebrand before i came on board but um i was so happy to walk into such a new exciting product yeah. and, you know great visuals um packaging's immaculate um and it's it's really helped my job and, and made it easier than it probably should be for me there you go there you go well sam yeah. i really appreciate you taking time i appreciate i appreciate you taking time to sit I mean, me. you gave me a stool to sit on. I did. And I, I did. appreciate I that I took Peter's stool because he hates me and he still has not come back. He literally walked by. Did his He's like, hey, photo bomb. I'm the weird gator. Yeah. I'm the and naked then, in the bathroom guy. Then he walked away. Oh, yeah. no, man. Yeah. No. Trust me. Yeah. Splitting a room this year has not been easy. Yeah. The shower situation's been rough. Well, you got to save water, so showering together probably does that. We don't shower together. Good. Thank you. I no, just, yeah. we don't. I don't know how close y'all are. Not that close. I wouldn't close. know because Gator ignores me every time. Not that close. Gator. I, Gator. I don't know where it is. So. Well, I still love you, Gator. We're going to go find Gator. Thanks, Sam. Thank you, Nick. Thanks for having me. So we're with Terrence Riley of Aganor Sleeve. How's it going, Terrence? Just looking the dream. There living you the go. Dream. There you go. Greatest day of our lives. We're sharing I mean, it together. It's true. Yeah. It's today. Yeah, it is. I mean, you know, there you go. So how's the show? Good, good. You know, we've been very happy with it. We got some new releases coming. Yeah. We're busy, and uh, you know, we're certainly happy we're here. Great. Let's talk new releases then. Sure. So what we do got, you got we got one right here. We got our Guardian of the Farm, Cerberus. Cerberus oh. is the mythical three-headed beast that guarded the gates of Hades in yeah. uh, Greek mythology. And uh, so, Guardian of the Farm, it kind of tied in with the brand. Yeah. We really beautiful band. Well, it's a couple of things special about this. It comes in three sizes: Robusto, Toro, and Lonsdale. Okay. Fifteen count boxes. But it has our 2012 Corojo. We're famous for our Corojo 99, Corojo 98 tobaccos. Yeah. This is using the wrapper of a Corojo 2012. So it adds another uh, complexity and depth to our signature flavor. Yeah. Also contains Medio Tiempo. Uh, Medio Tiempo, we only produce about 100 bales a year out of 20,000 harvested. Yeah. So a very small amount um, overall. And uh, utilizes that in the blend. Fantastic. So very special. Fantastic. So we've been hearing from some of the manufacturers about Supply chain issues, shipping, and all that. Have you guys experienced any of that, or has it been? A yeah, I mean, it's. A, I mean, I know everybody's dealing. We're with vertically stuff. integrated, so that helps yeah. a little bit, at least on the tobacco side. We, we have had trouble sourcing certain things, and uh, yeah. you know, again, the, the, to be honest with you, we're all blessed. The challenge is when you look at the, all the cigars and go, "How am I going to move all this stuff?" Yeah, no, that's the problem. When you go, it's all empty, and you're like, "I need more." It's a problem, but it's the better problem. I'll tell you, I know out in the St. Louis area where we're from. You guys have got a really good footprint, and I know the Hill Cigar Company yes, and uh, then Riverman Cigar, yeah. where you know we shop a lot. They uh, carry a lot of your stuff, and we have just fallen in love with the JFR Connecticut. Delicious. I mean, I don't smoke a lot of Connecticut. Me neither. 
But like that one has just got that little something special to it. Yeah, and yeah. It's just great. Just a great, nice, flavorful, ba- balanced, rich, and yeah, you're preaching the choir. Ah, I get it. So, <laughs> well, awesome, Terrence. Well, thank you so much for taking some time. Is there anything you want to share with the viewers, listeners, or anything before yeah, we th- head out? Thanks, everybody. For keep uh, keep a lookout for uh, repackage Aganorsa. The uh, the uh, anniversario has been repackaged. We also got a new Supreme uh, Leaf uh, uh, oh. size. We got the Robusto. Nice. The original size was a Robusto, um, but this is one that's got a little COVID weight on him. So okay. he's a 54 instead of a 52. Oh, okay. So he's just, you know, he's... We all kind of put on some... Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 We, we, we all sympathize with him. There you go. So, um, But no, that's it. And, uh, you know, follow us on Aganor's Leaf uh, on Facebook, Instagram, and we're good. Fantastic. Thank you so much, Terrence. My pleasure, brother. Thank you. So we're here with Luis Cuevas at TPE 2022. How's it going? Phenomenally well. Happy yeah. to be here. Happy to be back. Great, great. Show going well? Yes. Lots yes. of orders? Lots of orders. Love to hear that. Getting a chance to see old friends. and Yeah. Yeah, it's really cool. Love it's a to one hear time that. between this and the PCA, we can actually see your friends in one spot. This show really feels bigger and better than last year. I'll tell you what. It, I think last year. I don't year know if COVID impacted well, or whatever. I think like, really we were talking about this earlier with Rainier from HVC. Last year it seemed like there was a lot more foot traffic, but I think what happened was 2020 we had the TPE yeah. in January, and there was nothing for a year and a half. Yeah. So people were just dying to get out. Yeah. And you know, a lot of shelves were empty, and people were just dying to maybe smoke a cigar with somebody other than themselves yeah. in the house. Um, but. If you look at it in terms of representation from brands and whatnot, yes, I think so. Yeah, I think it's yeah, good. for sure. So, anything new for the show this year? Yeah, or? Indeed, sir. All right, let's talk new stuff. We'll talk about it. So, these are the Flockos. If you guys are familiar with the story, back in 2018, we launched these. Fall of 2018. By February 2019, we were broken into, and everything was stolen. Yes. So, as you can see, they're numbered. Well, the original batch, there were only 500. This time we made 750. Um, and because the boxes had come out of order, I didn't know if I had sold box 73 or if 73 had been stolen. Okay. So we couldn't replicate these because some people were keeping them as keepers, you know, the oh, whole thing, yeah. sign, all this nonsense. So that was the end of that. So we 86 this, and the sledgehammer was born because that's what was used to break into our facility. Oh. So the sledgehammer was originally a limited edition run, and it was there to make up for the loss of these. It was going to be a short run. Lemonade out of lemons. Correct. There you go. What happened was this was a home run, so no longer limited edition. So because these were stolen, all of a sudden they became like spotting a unicorn. People were really excited. I do a a podcast or something, and someone would show up with, I've got one. You know, I'd be somewhere, visiting a city somewhere, Got one, got one, the original yeah. ones. I haven't smoked it. It got a bit of a cool following. Okay. So we decided last year to make these. That's why they say 2021. Yeah. We made the boxes, made the cigars, and I'm launching them this year at TPE. Once the 750 are gone, it'll be another three years before I do it again. Okay. And it'll be another 750 at that point. All right. So we're, we're kind of revived them, but we're keeping them limited anyway. Uh, it's the original blend, Habano, Maduro. It's a 7x43, a very elegant smoke. And, you know, if, if you were a fan of these before, here's a chance, right? So awesome. There you go. So essentially I've got mom and dad, and here's the baby that was born out of these two, right? <laughs> so the, the lemonade, here were the lemons. But, you know, we're happy to have them back in stock, and uh, 
as I said, they were made last year, launching them this year. In 2024, we'll make them again, and we'll launch them at TPE 2025. Very cool, very cool. Well, I'm glad you were able to make some uh, lemonade then. Yeah. Sounds yeah, great. They were really cool. It worked out well. Very cool. Well, is there anything else you want to share with our listeners, viewers? Uh, you know what? Thank you for being a consumer. Thank you for being a cigar smoker. More than anything else, thank you for all the support that you give all of the brands that are here. Um, it's, it's a family. It really is. So what can I say? Thank you so much, Lewis. Thank you. Thank you. So we're here with Matt from La Polina Cigars, and we're catching up on what's going on at TPE 2022. So how's the show been? The show has absolutely been fantastic so far. Um, I think, you know, Vegas is back. Shows coming. Shows are coming back well. Yeah. Um, and, you know, people are interested, ready to buy, ready to talk. So it's been really good. That's awesome. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about your line. Yeah, so we're La Polina Cigar Company, founded in 1896. We're one of the oldest cigar companies in uh, in the country. Um, have kind of something for everyone and every price point. A um, few things that we're showing here at the show today. Okay. Um, we've got our new reimagined Kill Bill line right here. Ooh. Started with our KB1 and 2 this year at uh, the other tobacco show. We uh, launched our Robusto and Toro and completely re-imaged the brand. It's been wildly successful to the point where we're uh, sold out of it, actually. So okay. It's great. It's on its way back in in the next few weeks. Um, we've got our whole re-imaging on our label series here and over here. Um, we have kind of antiqued the labels and uh, made the secondary band a wrapper designate. Okay. So you'll actually know what you're smoking. That's good to right. know. Great I idea. mean, yeah. Right. Uh, we've also got our double digit for the 6x60 smokers. Our La Palina Nicaragua line, both Connecticut and Oscuro, have both been very popular and full stock with us. And then, of course, our Candela offering 500 boxes annually um, here, uh, the Fuego Verde. Fantastic. And if folks are interested in uh, learning more about La Polina, where can they reach out? LaPolinaCigars.com. Fantastic. And, uh, and check us out. Fantastic. Thank you so much Absolutely. for taking time, Matt. Cheers, man. Thanks. So that would be day one of our TPE coverage. Um, yes. You know, a lot of those interviews took place on day two of the show. So let's talk about that. So day one of the show uh, ran from noon until 530 uh, Vegas time. Yeah. We got there at, um, we got there probably about two. Yeah, about I'd that. I'd say. Because we got up, you know, we got ready. We went and found some lunch and whatnot, found the monorail, and then got over there. So we got there about two. Yeah. And so it's one of those things that since we, uh, you know, we're just getting the show, we were just getting our bearings and everything like that, we kind of just walked around and just saw and met people saying hi. It was, hi and, it was and somewhat everything. of a uh, getting the lay of the land. Exactly. Yeah. We were reconning, reconnaissance. You know? So we saw Husto. We saw Trey Mac. Uh, we saw Sam from. Um, uh, Crux Cigars. We saw uh, Dave Garofalo um, from uh, so United nice Cigars, Two Guys, and Cigar Authority. Like, way too nice to us. He's, he's just a genuinely good super guy. Super nice. We bumped into him, actually, while he was having a conversation with Nick Perdomo yep. over at the Perdomo booth, and yeah, that's where... We, we kind of just torn right in on that. Kind of did. Yeah, but, like, bit. you know, if you uh, if you check out the Instagram, you'll see the photo of, uh, of us with Nick Gervais and those guys. Um... We just kind of went around and just saw everybody, said hi, and just kind of let them know, hey, we're here. Yeah. You know, that kind of thing. And, then, and I think that kind of worked out. And then Wednesday night was the um, 
Drew Estate um, Industry Party. Industry party. Yep. And that was indeed a party. It was um, thumping. It was it was busy, man. We got there, and I was just like, well, if anywhere I'm going to get COVID, it's here. It and, was a super spreader. <laughs> so anyway. It was sort of outside. It, it, let's not call it a super spreader, because we don't know it was a super spreader. Give it but a couple it, of days. But let's be real. It had the potential. If anything had the God damn it. If anything had the potential of being a super spreader, that had the potential of being a super spreader. That's true. Um, but anyway, we, uh, you know, but but it was a great event. The music was fantastic. Oh, the band was awesome. I pretty much found a spot and just kind of camped there because yeah. it was so busy. It was hard to move around and get around and everything. I didn't even get any drinks at the bar because, um, I didn't either. you know, the bar was so full. But that's where we bumped into uh, Al Roman and Melissa from the Good the Cigar. Melissa. We met the First Melissa. First time we got to meet her. Yep. They were out in Vegas. They were buying cigars for their upcoming cigar shop. They've got their lounge that they're opening there in Texas. And uh, how? They, they were doing, they were purchasing. Now that I've met the Melissa. Yep. How in the hell did Al Roman get her? Mm. I so lost. Just so lost. You know. Had you come to dinner with Al and the Melissa and I, instead of going off to play slot machines like you did, I won two hundred and fifty dollars. You uh, would have heard that story, but um, and I said make a picture, and he just got so pissed. At me. I didn't get that pissed. Anyway, anyway, the point is, uh, had you come to dinner with us, you would have heard that story, but you didn't, and I, it's not my story to share. So I'm it's, not. I'm not going to share. It's that one story of those here. that I just I want to make up my own story in my head. Um. Okay. Okay. Um, but anyway, uh, it's got it in in my head. It's got something to do with kind of a, a, uh, you know, kidnapping and then, and then falling in love with your, you know, kidnapper kind of scenario. Oh my God. That's how I see it. Dude, Al's retired law enforcement. That's pretty a big allegation to be throwing on him. Cops are on that line all the time. Um, anyway, no, the three of us, so Al and Melissa and I... How do you went, think they're so good at catching the, the bad guys? We went to they dinner. They think like them. We went to dinner at a uh, little street taco place there in the Sahara. And I want to touch on this for a minute. This was the eating experience of the COVID era. In oh, that, yeah, that's, I remember you talking about this. So we get there. They have us take our table. We sit down, and there's a QR code on the table. You have to scan the QR code to bring up the menu. When you bring up the menu, you select what you want and you pay via either debit, credit card, or Apple Pay, in my case, on your phone. Okay. And then they bring the food out to your table. And you put in the in the phone what table you're sitting at. They have a table number there. So I did this, and I didn't have any trouble. But Al, because of, you know, whatever reason, be it his phone, his, his service provider, for whatever reason... His signal inside this restaurant was a little poor, and so when it came time for the paying, it just did this like spinny circle that oh, just like never went away. That sucks, and it locked up. And the thing is, he couldn't get it to like unlock. So now he can't order his food, and there's no waiter, you know, because yeah. you do all this by whatever. And the frustration level that Al dealt with got very, very high. Oh, I and bet. We finally, like, flagged somebody down, and they were like, well, you can go to the bar and order, or you can go up front and order. And so Al gets up, you know, leaves the table, goes to do this. 
Well, like, I guess it must have processed at some point while he was, like, waiting at the bar to do this. And they start bringing all of his food out as he's up at the bar trying to order and pay. And it's like, this is just messed up. Now, the other thing that was messed up about it was they had a spot on there for you to tip. And I have a problem with this. I think I'm going to agree with you. I don't like pre-tipping. Nope. I also kind of have to question, what am I tipping for? Given the fact that, like, you nobody everything. nobody came and took my order. Nobody came and processed my yep. card. Nobody did anything. Literally, the only thing that this person did was they brought out my food. You had a food runner. Yeah. From the kitchen and set it down on the table. That's it. They didn't really ask any questions. They didn't do anything other than bring me stuff. And it's like, why am I tipping you 20% just to, like, run my food out and then take my garbage? Well, it, it's like, I didn't have a waiter. I hit a busboy. I'm going to go know? so far as to say this. I had one, and I don't remember which restaurant it was. It might have been the place there at Harrah's where we get the Chinese food. They spun the thing around for me to put my tip on it. Yeah. My choices were 18, 20, or I think 22 or 25. There was no option to make a custom tip. Yep. The problem is all they were doing was handing us a tray over the counter. Yep. Yep. I know. It's like, man, you know, and I'm not a, I'm, I'm a good tipper. You I'm know, a, I'm I am a good a gen- tipper. No, I'm a generous tipper by nature. If, if, uh, and Abigail would come on the show with us, she would, she would acknowledge that because we're <laughs> good tippers. But, that's when we get good service. Exactly. And how do you know you're going to get good service when it's ahead of time and or there is no service to get? Yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing. If you tip too low, are you guaranteeing the little bit of service that they're going to do for you is now going to be poor service? Yeah. Or, you know, I you, actually you know, question and that. it's like, there, there's a place in Redbud that I go to, a sandwich place, and you have to put in your customized tip, then they flip it back around and then they process, you know, what you do. And I'm thinking, well, I, I'm literally walking in here and picking up a bag of sandwiches. Yep. What am I tipping for? Yeah. But if I tip low, then I feel guilty because they're going to flip around and look at it. And, you know, who knows what they're going to do to my food next Precisely. time. Yeah. Precisely. Um, so, I don't know. I had a, I had a, real, a hard place. I had a real problem with that. And, you know, part of me says, well, I, you know, I, I feel like this is the restaurant's way of almost forcing you into tipping so that they don't have to pay the wage. Yeah. And it's like, no. That's exactly what it is. If you think that this person deserves this money, then you pay the wage and then I'll decide the tip. Well, and I tips used to be because of spectacular service. Yeah. Now they're expected. And I think that's bullshit. Well, and I kind of go along with the whole taxation of stuff mentality. You know me. Uh huh. And I like to actually scratch through that and leave them cash. Mm hmm. Because that way, you know, if they want to declare it, they can. If they don't, they don't, and screw you, Joe Biden. Yep. Yep. So Exactly. Anyway. Let's go, Brandon. <laughs> Taxation is theft. So. So, on that note, what is my monthly cigars? <laughs> this would normally be the time that I give some information about my monthly cigars, but I've hired that out this week, so take it away. My Monthly Cigars is a premium cigar subscription service. It comes in a variety of different size boxes at affordable prices. Use offer code PULPIT and get free shipping on your first box and 20% off any items in the online store at MyMonthlyCigars.com. 
That's offer code PULPIT. Thanks! Pinky. So, Jeff, how's your... Uh... Wait, 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 wait. We'd be remiss. That should be on the bingo card, by the way, because we say remiss all the time. We also have to mention fucking good coffee. We do. We do. We had a ton of people out there looking for fucking good coffee it's at the show. Good. It's fucking good. It is fucking good. Well, you know why? Because they couldn't get any fucking good coffee out in oh, Vegas. Oh, they could not. Oh, it was all that swill that everybody was drinking. Swill. Just, just horse piss and swill. But anyway, remember our for code pulpit. P-L-P-I-T. You don't get a swill. You don't get swill from my uh, fucking good coffee. No, no. no. So how's your uh, Agonorsa leaf treat you there? Oh, it's great. Yeah. Yeah. Good I'll tell you, this, this uh, leaf by Oscar Maduro, smoking like a champ. I mean, it's just billowing smoke. The draw well, on it's fantastic. The, uh, that leaf in the Connecticut flavor on it cigars. is great. Yeah. Um, one thing I did want to do, I did want to give a shout out to a couple that we met on our first night in Las Vegas. Oh, we yeah. met Rob and Shelly yep. at the Harris, and they are from Colorado. Rob is part of a cigar club. And a he giant was, cigar, a club. giant cigar yeah. club, and he was, um, you know, getting ready. He was sitting down with his with his lovely wife Shelly there, who was playing the little shop of horrors um, next uh, to me slot machine yeah. next to you, and he was getting ready to light a cigar, and you made a mention of of the cigar and everything. Well, he he mentioned he, he said this was a cigar. Oh, zone that's right, because you were smoking at that time yep. too, and so yeah, so we kind of. Sat and had our cigars, talked a little bit. They they talked about you know their trip to Vegas and everything. Um, yeah, he, unfortunately, he was there for uh, I believe a funeral. A funeral. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, you know our condolences, definitely. But uh, you know we we sat and had a really nice talk with them, and well, unfortunately, they were leaving the next day, but they were, they could not have been nicer folks. Yep. So Rob and Shelley, it was nice to meet you very much. So, um, but yeah, so no, so day one we just kind of hung out. Saw everybody, had the party that night, did all that. Um, I'm not going to lie, after dinner, it just, um, it hit. I just got tired. And uh, we really didn't party out that late. Now, this is where, when we have Nick Gervais on the show, this is where our paths diverge. Yes. So, you and I pretty much, you know, crashed, went back to the hotel room, you know, got ready. Because we had to be at the uh, at the show early the next day. Uh, for the media hour prior to the show opening. So, so the show opens at 1030 normally, but the media hour starts at 930 yeah. and we had to be there at 930. So we were actually trying to be, we were trying to be professional for responsible. you. We were trying to be responsible for you, for all. you the home listener slash viewer. And so we had to get there early so that we could get the interview with Nick Perdomo because he had a slamming busy booth all week. Yep. And the only time that he was really making available for media was during that media hour. And you know what? It, it makes perfect sense because he wasn't there to talk to us. He was there to do sales. Yeah. And all those guys were there to do move sales. Sticks. And, yeah. um, you know, and, and I actually had an interesting conversation with Trey Mac, uh, last night. And I, and I do oh, think I do. Or I did. And, um, I, or no, two nights ago, two nights ago. Anyway, the point is we, um, we had a conversation about, media time and we almost came to the conclusion that for tpe instead of having a media hour before each yeah. day and then 
all day long. You have media just traipsing all over the show floor, you know, jamming cameras and microphones into people's faces while they're doing business and things yeah. like that. Because let's be real. It was happening. You and I were respectful, I think, of the no. sale action going on. Not we all, tried to be. Yes. Not all media is. And, no. you know, I'm not calling anybody out, but it's unfortunate because, again, these guys are there to do business, not talk to, you know, the media. Yeah. So what Trey's suggestion We're was ancillary. is media day. Oh. Just take one day. Take, like, Tuesday, for example. Yeah. And make Tuesday media day. But how many of the manufacturers are going to fly in for media day? Well, here's the thing. If they, like, are there and they can get everything done in one day, why not? You know? it gets a, It's a day of promotion. And then after that, you know, they can just spend the yeah. next however many days working. Yeah. You know? I don't think it's a horrible idea. Because what we'd be able to do then is set up at the tables inside and have each one of the different podcasters and whatnot set up in their specific areas and the people just come around to us. That would be nice. That would be really nice. So, yeah. So, maybe maybe a media day would be something well, to consider. Like, we saw the one group, and I don't even know who they are, so I'm going to trash on them, and I don't even know who they are. But they apparently would have all died in a, uh, you know, if, if they were on Star Trek in the initial scene when they beamed down. Maybe, yeah, Jose, maybe don't point out too much specific, because I don't want to, like, cause beef. I don't know who they are. Yeah, I know. But, but like, we heard them but if you, but, telling one of the interviews... They were telling them what lines to say. And we're like, what the hell? What are you doing? Just talk to these people. Don't let them say what they want to say. Don't put words in their mouth. Yeah. And again, I don't even know who it was, so I don't know who I'm trashing on. But it was weird. It was odd. Yeah. Well, and like I said, you had lots of different media people going around with... I mean, it feels like... Okay, okay, hold on. We're using the term media very, very loosely. Well, yeah, it's a bunch of people that use this as an excuse to buy a bunch of fancy video and audio equipment. Yeah, I mean, kind well, of we like, haven't we haven't really done that with the camera, but no. you do have a nice board and headset. I do have a nice board and headset, but well, you know, we're actually we're actually journalists. This is well, we do this for a living. I mean, look, we've put out this is numbered. I mean, if you count the pulpit rewinds, we've put out two hundred and fifty-seven episodes yeah. as of this episode. So yeah. I kind of count this as like legit work. You know, um, I don't know. It's, it's it's not it's not fly by night. Yeah, but whatever. Yeah. The point is, a media day would might, be a great idea. It it might kind of like speed this process along, and then at that point, you know, if TPE wants to uh, make our badges only available for that one day, and then then you and I are just out there for one day. We're working one day. Yeah, and then we're just kind of like doing whatever the rest of the time. Or if maybe they make our badges for as as media one day, and then, but see if you let us back in, you know, yeah, I don't know. So yeah, I. It, but it's you know, an let's situation. let's be honest. There is something to us getting the feel of the show. Like I I took videos. Um, one of the videos I put up was of the Drew Estate booth, and I just yeah. walked around the booth with people there and it active. That video would not be the same if it's empty. True. You I don't know. know. I just, I, I don't know. It's, it's an idea. I don't know if it's necessarily the best idea, but it's. Well, it could be Tuesday nights. It is an idea that came from a, a, a manufacturer, yeah. though. It could be know? Tuesday night from like six to eight or six to nine or whatever, when everybody comes in and gets their badges. Yeah. 
Yeah. You know, know, make that the media time. And then if you still had the hour before, that's fine. But that would, that hopefully would cut down then on people, including us, roving around the floor. Yeah. You know, begging for minutes of time. Yeah. You know, let's be honest. I don't know if you had the Michael Herklotz in this one or it's in the next one. It's in the next one. Okay. So with him, I kind of just got in his view shed and stood there. Yeah. And then he finally came over. I was somewhat stalking him, but just wanted to let him know, hey, we'd like to get a minute of your time when you're available. Yeah. He opened up a block for us. But it was one of those deals where I kind of felt bad because I'm sitting there stalking Michael Herklotz, which, let's be honest, I didn't stalk him as bad as, uh, what's his nuts? The guy in the bathroom. Oh, Cigar Dojo. Yeah. That, guys, if you haven't seen this, and I'm going to promote another podcaster or yep, cigar, cigar media guy. Cigar Dojo put up a video on Facebook. <laughs> it's the funniest goddamn thing you're ever going to see. And how he got Michael Herklotz to do this, I don't know, but I'm so impressed. But it's him stalking Herklotz in the John. And it's phenomenal. Yeah. It kind of feels like one an interview you, you legitimately it, it, would do. It really does. So I got to give Sensei credit here. He really took it up a notch with that. He did. That was good. It was good. Um, but anyway, so no, that was that was kind of how the right. things went. Um, so Thursday, we did the, the show. We got up. We went and did the show. Um, what did we do Thursday night? Thursday night's when we met up with... Uh, Thursday night's when we met up with Nick. And we went to dinner. Yep. And um, he could not have been nicer about that. Yes, um, yeah. and we'll talk more about that when we have Nick on the show. Yeah. Um, but suffice to say, you know, Nick went above and beyond uh, at, at dinner yeah. there. He was great to us. So and then uh, and then Friday, we got up early and got there for Media Day. In fact, Friday, we got there, like, right when they were opening for Media Day. Yeah. Um, you know, we were, we were on time. You know, look, guys, you know, that's the thing. For once in this entire history of the podcast, you and I were actually pretty on point with the professionalism. We stepped up. We did. Yeah. We did. Now, now I will say, and I got to give Nick credit here. He did the majority of the interviews because I still don't have my voice back from being sick. What, three weeks or four weeks ago now? COVID. Yeah. It, we it don't may know. have been. I never tested. We don't know. It might have been. But it's COVID. I laid low. I didn't want to get anybody else sick either way. True. But it was just a bad head cold. But I'm still, like, I, I've strained a lot on the trip trying to talk. And, you know, the floor was well, loud. And it didn't help that the level of speaking volume you yes. had to speak at, at on both the show floor as well as the industry party was yes. uh, ridiculous. I mean, my voice was strained on Thursday after the uh, industry party. Um you know, it's just one of the, and you, you might hear it a little bit in some of the videos. Um, the other thing that happened in the videos is we lost the muff, the little foam, you know, muffy thing, uh, from one of the microphones, um, at one point. And so my audio levels on some personally, of these, I like them better without the muff. Some of these videos is, uh, really high versus the, uh, interviewee. Yeah. So if that's the case, sorry. Yeah. You know, it you, happens. Again, it's, you get what you pay for. Yeah, I mean, you know, it happens. Look, we don't have the super professional setup that some of these people did. But, oh, my God. You know, I, you know, but I will say, I didn't go into debt to do this. That's true. You know, we, I know at least one guy who told me that he did. We had one buddy out there. And by the way, he told me I was number one in a video I shot of the band. I don't know if you saw that. Mm. Yeah. Nice. But his setup is. It, Rob, his yeah, setup is no. elaborate. 
I, I was I really impressed. Really impressed. Yeah. No, it's good. It's yeah. good. And do then, we uh, do we want to mention the uh, cutter fiasco? Cutter fiasco. Yeah. You mean lighter fiasco? Oh, I'm sorry, lighter fiasco. Yes. Uh, well, you know what? We'll we'll get into the lighter fiasco. And save that for the next Friday's one. episode. Okay. Here. So, guys, why don't we go ahead and close this one out? We um, stole a lighter. We'll get into it on Friday. Anyway, um, Te- it's a tease. Something for to look forward Jesus. to. Anyway, um, we were complete douchers and didn't even know we were. It was That's kind the- of an. It was kind of an. It was an accident. It was an accidental douching. It was. A, it was a. It was a big douching. Um. <laughs> But anyway, um, we're available on Instagram at the Cigar Pulpit as well as at Naked Gator, any KKID Gator, because Jeff fixed his fucking page at TPE. I did. So here's how that went down, guys. So he is fixated on going to get an interview with Coco, the Cigar Matter. We had set this up in Tampa, and he, I wasn't about to miss it. He was fixated. I mean, just wouldn't stop talking about it. She's she's a sweetheart. Two and a half days. Yeah. And so finally. I talked about it for two weeks before we went. Exactly. And so finally, at some point, I said, screw it, Jeff. Here's the camera. Here's the microphones. Go off and do it. And while you're at it, maybe get a couple other interviews while you're out and about. Okay. So he goes off and he does his thing. I'm sitting there at the Drew Estate booth talking with Gervais. And, uh, you know, our buddy from St. Louis. Yeah. You don't remember his name either, do you? He has his own like video cast thing. I know, and for the life of me, I'm I'm feeling like real shit right now because we talked to him for like forever. three straight days forever. We'll get his name for I Friday, and I can't really. I'll find it. Okay, I'll track it down. Um. Anyway, I but he's a the, good cat. For the life of me, I can't remember his name right now. But anyway, we we're talking to them. So I stayed at the booth and I talked to them. So you went off, and you you know you're gone for a fair amount of time. You come back it was. And you hand me the camera and stuff, and you're like, all right, you can go off and do some more interviews now. And uh, you're, you're like, my knees are killing me. I, I, I got to rest. I got to rest. I mean, you were. I had to sit down. You were constantly having to sit down. You it know was, what? It was like, I mean, you popped a squat right there on the couch in that one lighters or in that one lighter company. I asked booth. them first. They're like doing business with people all around. And then there's Jeff just splayed out on their couch. <laughs> just like chilling. And it's like, he's not doing any business. He's not with Look, them. He's just borrowing their couch here's the thing okay walking around i was actually fine but when i had to stand still it was killing my lower back my calf muscles my knees and my ankles just to stand on that concrete floor it was brutal it was brutal so anyway so jeff comes back he's got to he's got to rest his weary bones and um, i'm fucking old he gives me the camera and i'm like okay so who all did you get it's like cigar madam and i'm like you, you didn't get Anybody else? No. 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 So, yeah. Jeff got one interview. In like 40 minutes. When I thought you were going to get like, I don't know, three, four, well, maybe. they were doing business at their booth. And it was one of those deals where um, Coco said, hey, Jeff, do you mind waiting until we get done with this? I said, not at all. You guys are here to do business. And I let them do their business. And then she gave me the tour of the booth. Okay. So... Couldn't you know, have gotten another booth while you were waiting for that booth to open up. Hanging out talking to Coco. Okay. Would you seriously? Would you walk away from Coco? I no. mean, you know, she's she's a sweetheart. I'm sure, she's great, but yeah, she's you know, good people. Business is business. But anyway, so, um, anyway, so while I was off with and, that, I, and I was taking care of business. So while I was off with Nick Gervais getting more interviews, this is when we did the interview with uh, 
uh, Blanco cigars and with ATL cigars and um, I feel like maybe one other one. Um, that's when uh, I came back to the Drew Estate booth and Jeff was like, I've been busy. And it's like he's been like unlocking his Naked Gator account. So I did. I got we, it fixed. We finally got the Naked Gator account fixed. And then guys were also on. Wait, we did? You had nothing to do with it. I browbeat the shit out of you. I reminded you you were contractually obligated to be posting stuff, and you weren't. I've already uh, taken care of that. Yeah, you stepped some, up some, some, some. Um, anyway, we're also on Facebook where we have the Cigar Pulpit Prisoners group. Um, you know, it's been uh, it's been active. You know, it's been a little, been maybe a little slow this week. You know, with us being out in Vegas, um, but uh, but it, but normally it's it's an active yeah. active community. Uh, Twitter, um, YouTube, obviously, and then guys, obviously. we need your Ask the Boys questions. We're not going to do an Ask the Boys for this episode, no. since you know we're doing all this TPE coverage and everything like that. But um, we're going to need an Ask the Boys. Uh, we're going to need your Ask the Boys questions for next Tuesday. So make sure you give that hotline a call at area code eight six three eight seven four zero 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 zero. Uh, we'd be remiss because on the last live episode, we forgot to do it. My dad joke of the week. All right. Well, you ready? Yeah, I guess so. Okay. So what did the police officer say to his belly button? What? He's got to look it up on countryliving.com. You're under a vest. Oh, God. I just. Anyway. That one actually comes to us. From Parade Magazine. Parade Magazine. Yep. Jeff. I'm doing, hey, I'm putting in the man hours for you continually folks. Continually keeps finding the shittiest jokes. Anyway. Um, yeah. So. And you know what? As we end up the episode here, I got to give a shout out to our man, Husto Aroa. Mm-hmm. The, the folks at Jerry Tobacco, the Aladino folks, could not have been nicer to us during the entire show. We kind of based out of there. They were real good to us. You know who even showed up? The chicken. The chicken. BF yep. showed up at the show. Showed up. I don't even know how he got in. He didn't have credentials. No, he didn't. He just kind of showed up. But, yeah. you know. He just, that he cop just that. strolled you right know, in. He does that. He just kind of makes his way. Mm-hmm. And it's cool. So, anyway. So, guys. This is TPE coverage part one. Part one. Uno. Part two is going to come to you on Dos. Friday. Uh, and uh, I've been watching Sesame Street. I'm glad. And uh, so anyway, so make sure you remember that this Friday is not a rewind episode. No. This Friday is a brand new episode where we continue our TPE coverage. Um, There's some gold, some gold in these interviews, people. There is, there is. You know, I actually good. broke some news in a couple of them. A couple of them. Yeah, it was good times. So anyway, so guys, uh, make sure you listen Friday. Otherwise, Jeff, you have anything else for the good of the cause? You know what? I think we're golden. All right. Pony boy. Well, guys, this has been another sermon from the Cigar Pulpit. I'm Nick. I'm Gator. Everybody stay safe and stay smoky. now. Shit.
should. You know um, what I'm going to do? It's just been sitting you know there what I'm do for the Easter egg? What's that? I'm going to give the bonus joke. Oh, God. Since we didn't have one uh, last week. My leg fell asleep on this chair. I'm sitting in such a way that my leg You want to know asleep. why nurses use red crayons? Sometimes they have to draw blood. God. I just... I just... I don't know. Thank you, Parade Magazine. 